There is no man living who is incapable of doing more than he thinks he can. Henry Ford. Welcome back to another episode of the Coach's Corner Podcast. And we've got Evan Carmichael back on the show. And I'm like, I'm slightly embarrassed right now, Evan, because two years ago, this was December 2017, I started this podcast. And you are the second guest on the podcast. And I remember the first five minutes, you probably don't remember this, but there was like technical glitches and all these issues. And I like, I, I, I dropped the ball and it, it bugged me for about probably a good six months. But okay. because of that, I'm like, okay, hey, always be overprepared every time, like be overprepared. And I wanted to just share one thing because I had a few people reach out of like, how do you get Evan and how do you get Robert Green and how do you get all these guys on the show? Stay consistent every week. And it's amazing what you can build. And I'm sure you share that same philosophy. Yeah, man. And, and I love it when things don't go right, too. And then you just keep doing it. And you learn. You know, like your, your first podcast is supposed to suck. 100%. So is your second. And then you slowly get better. 100%. If, I think if it's too good right off the gate, you probably waited too long. Uh, Evan Carmichael, right on, your, right on your website, and I love this. You're on a mission to solve the world's biggest problem, untapped human potential. What does that mean to you? Let's get the ball rolling on that. Yeah, I think everybody has what I call Michael Jordan level talent at something. I think people listening, watching, you are the greatest in the world at something. But it's probably not what you went to school for, and it's probably not what your parents want you to do, and it's probably not what you kind of grew up with. So it's finding that thing. I think whatever you think the biggest problem is, if you say cancer, great. I think the person who solves cancer should have already solved it by now, but instead they're working some job they mm -hmm. hate as an accountant. You know, I think most people are doing the wrong thing. I'm, I'm always trying to figure out, because I, I see you creating, like on the front end, you're making a massive impact with premium content, 2 million YouTube subscribers, over 6,000 videos, three books out. I've only read two, so the new one must have just come out. That's like my, shameless, my shameful little admission to you. Um, you know, Top 10 Rules for Success, Your One Word, which made a massive impact. I think I've ordered that book for so many clients. Everyone's trying to find their why. And yep. I'm like, you know what? This book will help you find that, and it'll take it down to one word. I thought it was, it's brilliant. I talk about it all the time. Uh, and 254 Confidence, which I, I haven't read, but I'm sure it's amazing, and it's on Amazon on order right now. Uh, you're always promoting all kinds of events. Your team looks like they literally love working for you. You look like you're an amazing family man. You've got all this stuff going on. And what I'm obsessed with, or what I try to figure out with people, is what, what, what drives that? Like, what, what, what was that moment? What was that? turning into a diamond moment that turned Evan into this value-providing human of service to the world? Well, I think, first off, everyone is built to serve. Um, that, that's actually the, the title of my next book. So 2020, Ooh. new book coming out called Built to Serve. I like that. I, I think, one, humans are good. I think, default, we're good. Uh, if we weren't good, we'd all be dead by now. We've had the technology to kill each other for many years. Uh, and then two, we're built to serve. And serving others has, it touches the same part in your brain as food and sex. And so it, 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 mm. everybody, we love serving, we love helping. So it's not just a, wow, Evan, you've done such a great job. Serve, everybody wants to serve, everybody. Now, some people are built to serve the world. You know, Lucas, you and I, we have big, we have big missions. We wanna, have, we wanna help a lot of people. It's why you create this show. Some people are built to serve the closest people to them. And they just want to help, you know, 25 or so closest members of their family, friends. They don't necessarily have a big mission, but they're still built to serve. Humans are built to serve. If you're not happy, it's because you're not serving. You're not helping mm -hmm. others in some way. So 
I think is accessible to everybody. I think just you and I, we've we've leaned, leaned in on it a little bit harder than most people have. And so it's my ambition to try to unlock that in other people. Um, I think your purpose comes from your pain. So whatever you struggled the most with as a human, you wanna help other people not struggle and suffer as much as you did. So, so the question becomes, how do you serve? Well, you serve by helping the people who currently are what you used to be. And so for me, it was entrepreneurs. I struggled the most as an entrepreneur. Hmm. I felt worthless. I felt um, embarrassed, ashamed that I wasn't having success. And I'll love serving anybody. I'll love, you know, hold the door for somebody or random act of kindness, awesome. But if you're an entrepreneur, it touches a, a special yeah. part for me because that's where I came from. That was the most painful moment of my life. So one, know that you are built to serve. If you're not happy, you're not serving. Well, who do you serve? The people who currently are what you used to be. I love that. I love that. Uh, everyone listening to this, or almost everyone's going to be a coach, and they're all so passionate and purpose-driven, and where mm -hmm. they really struggle and where I really focused for a good five years of my mid-20s was marketing and sales. And so I just realized that so many people have this amazing gift to serve, but to actually bring it on the marketplace, throw down, and have hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of people listen to them um, is, is the key. You... You, and when I say this, I feel so small because I'm like, hey, I, I love the idea of people have done what I want to do, so let me learn from them. And then you've taken this to a whole new level with your top 10. And, and I love watching them. I love the book, The Top 10 Rules of Success, because you're just compressing someone's lifetime into their top 10 philosophies. I watched yours. You had a top 10 episode that was like your top 10. And I want right. to take that one step further. And because we got about 15 minutes, really your, your top three things, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot, when it comes to purpose-driven, passionate individuals who know they have a gift, who've been through insane amount of pain, they're turning it into purpose, but they're having a hard time bringing out to the market or, or creating connections, like building that, that core tribe, that the first initial 10 or 20 people that buy from them. And I've got my own philosophies on it, but I'd love to hear yours and if we have if we have time for top three then we'll hammer out all three cool well we can we can touch on mindset but we can also go tactical if you want so it starts with a belief system uh my one word is believe and i think most people don't believe they're good enough don't believe that their message can be heard don't believe that their content will resonate with anybody uh and so it's, it's really just a lack of belief where a lot of people, to your point, have gone on and done amazing things. For a lot of the coaches listening, dummies have won off of your idea. Dummies have won off of your idea. The only difference is they believed in themselves and their ability to go off and execute. And, and too many people are perfectionists, which really is a code word for being afraid of other people's opinion. Uh, and then they don't, they don't believe in themselves enough and so nothing happens, right? So injecting belief in yourself every day I think is super important. Could, could, I, um, could I expand on that? Just, I'm just curious with, with where, with all the amazingness you've seen is I see some of my best clients have been through such incredible amount of pain that they were forced to like believe in themselves or fail, like sink or swim. Um, Glenn, if you're listening to this, I mean, he was a Navy SEAL and before he, or a Marine and, and he didn't know how to swim. They pushed him in the pool and they kept poking him with a stick until he learned how to swim. And I love that story. Do people have to go through that intense amount of pain like I did for something to snap, shift, and just say, you know what, I'm going all in because I have nothing else to lose? Or can people live in that average sort of world and construct that sort of drive or, or do or die type thing? 
I've never seen somebody go on to make amazing things that haven't been through an equal amount of pain on the other on the other side earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, it's a specific moment, so you know, being poked in the pool, uh, and others, it's it's a series of moments. It's an, an abusive stepfather or whatever. It's a series of moments. Um, most people succumb to it. Most people never grow from it. Most people stay in the shadows. They stay in the dark. And, and that's part of my great ambition is I want, I want people to get out and, and know that there's hope. And if you have, I mean, anybody who's listening to this and is a coach, they've gotten through it. They may not be all the way through it, but they're better off than they were X number of years ago. And so sharing your story, a lot of times people see that as, well, it's not about me. It's about the, the mission. Sharing your, you know, not sharing your story, I think, is selfish. Keeping it to yourself is selfish. You have to get it. It's not about you. Get over yourself. It's not about you. It's about people learning from you. It's about providing hope because there's a lot of people who currently are where you used to be and they don't see a path out. They think it's hopeless. But through your story and understanding what you went through gives them a beacon to say, huh, if he or she could do it, maybe I can too. And so everybody that I've seen has, who's done amazing things have gone through some pain um, and, and somebody reached out to me on Instagram and said, I haven't been through a lot of pain can I still have a great purpose? And like, I don't know, to be honest, because I haven't really seen it happen. I've been, it's been hurting my head for the last two years. Cause I'm like, there's, there's such a gift, like anyone listening, going through pain. And I know there's many who are, it is such a gift. It's hard to see in the moment, but it is going to be your greatest gift. If you could turn it into something, I truly believe that. Um, so keep going. Okay, cool. What's next? I'm excited. What's next? Yeah, oh, number two. Uh, right, we're going through our three. Um, two, I would say momentum. You're a genius. The only thing that's missing is momentum. You've got a great idea. You, you can help people. You can serve. The biggest thing that's missing for most entrepreneurs, most leaders, is just lack of momentum. They're just not. You're not just. You're just not doing enough. You've succumbed to the excuses of how you don't have enough time, or you don't have enough money, or you don't have X, Y, Z. And meanwhile, again, other people with way less than what you had are off crushing it. So it's just building momentum, getting up every day and doing something. It's, it's whether it's creating content, whether it's coaching, whatever it is, most people just lack momentum in their life. Um, and then if I had to pick number three, I would say creating a schedule and a system that sets you up for daily success. I think too often, especially entrepreneurs with nobody to hold us accountable, except maybe our clients, but um, in general, you you will have days where you feel motivated, on fire, ready to go, like on top of the world, courageous, bold, unstoppable. You'll have days when you feel like that, but then you fall back down. Maybe after listening to one of Lucas's episodes, you get all fired up and ready to go, but then the next day you wake up and, and you're starting over again, where nobody wakes up feeling bold, unstoppable, powerful, ready to go. It's why I've started a new series on my Instagram where I do a story every day mm. of me just waking up. I just woke up. I pull up my phone and I I'll like turn that. on the light like I just woke up. <laughs> and and like I got I'm puffy face and got stuff in my eyes and not being super coherent in my messaging because that's how people wake up. We wake up and we're tired and we're just gaining consciousness. 
right? But then successful people do something every day that sets them up for success. So whatever the thing is that makes you feel bold, powerful, confident, unstoppable, alive, demand that from yourself and put it into your morning routine. A lot of people have a morning routine, but most people just check the boxes. Most people might say, okay, watch a video or pray or get some sun or whatever, and just check the boxes. But instead, it's more about the feeling that you get. If, if watching a video or listening to Lucas's show is the thing that you have on your routine to help make you sore and feel alive, but if you're doing it while you're washing the dishes or brushing your teeth or making a bed or something else and you don't get the feeling, too many people will check the box and say, yep, I did it, doesn't count. If you're not feeling bold, courageous, confident at the end of your morning routine, you have to go back and do it again with more intention. Because if you woke up and did the thing that made you feel bold, unstoppable, powerful every morning, man, one year from today, you'll be in a totally different spot. Hundred percent. I love the. I love. I just. Yeah. If you're listening, and I hate to take attention away, and I'm going to be careful when I say this, but pause this video right now. Go to Evan Carmichael's YouTube channel and find his top ten. When I was in the trenches, there was two people I listened to. It was Elliot Hulse for my own reasons, and it was your top ten uh, YouTube channel because literally, in this space, I don't think there's many people who come up as authentic. And I'm not floating about here, but I had to say this: authentic and just real, down to earth. Um, as you, so listen to this guy, okay. um, and, and find his YouTube channel. What's your process? If you have one for getting that, that, uh, the energy, like you literally just, even just you talking about that with the passion, I could just see your energy building. Um, what's your process yeah. in the morning? So you just wake up, people are going to check out your IG to, to kind of see the rawness, but you wake up and what do you generally do? What's that look like? Yeah. So, and just for anybody listening, we did a top 10 on Elliot Hall's. And I did an interview with him too. So you can, you can kill Such two birds with one stone. <laughs> interesting guy, man. I had an interview with him and I was like, oh, so, cause I knew him when I was 20 when, in his strongman yeah. days. Uh, such an interesting fella, but cool. So, so I go through five vests every morning. The first is sing. So I put on music. Music is the fastest way to change your state. And, and I have a playlist called Believe, hashtag Believe playlist, where it's my favorite songs that is public in front of my channel. But it doesn't really matter what I listen to. It's more... What, like if this song came on right now, you would, you would, you would have to, you'd be bouncing. <laughs> and for different people, there's different things, yeah. right? But build your own playlist of songs that when they come on, it makes you want to bounce, Love right? That. So when you, when you wake up, most people put on music for how they currently feel as opposed to how they want to feel. So don't put on music for how you currently feel because when you wake up, you're slow and lazy and don't have energy. Great. Put on music how you want to feel. Put on your favorite songs. And so you could do that today. Like this is great homework. Like right now you're listening to Lucas' show. Make that playlist today of, of 20 songs that you love listening to that would, that would get you out of your chair to start moving, even if you're not a great dancer. It would force you to get out of your chair. And then tomorrow morning when you wake up, put on that playlist. And just see the difference. See the difference with starting your day with some energy. Uh, so sing is the first one. Next is sun. I like getting out of my out of outside and just getting some sun on my face, even though it's rainy here in Toronto this morning. Just just fresh air. Just outside. Just as a, as a as a start to the day. I like just being out in nature just for a little bit. I walk the dogs in the morning, um, just so that I don't just go into the office right away. Uh, next is soar. So sing, sun, soar. Soar is do the thing that makes you come alive. So for me, I like feeling like the work that I do means something, matters to people, and so I'll always share a message. So I'll think about somebody that I helped yesterday, and then I'll share a message into my phone and post it to the social media networks. Something quick, 15 seconds. 
Um, and then I'll do an Instagram live uh, for half an hour where I'm helping entrepreneurs and they join in from around the world. And it's great if you're a coach, every, every coach listening needs to be doing Instagram live, a regular show, because I need to see you coaching. Uh, it's great marketing, but it also is a great way to, to start your day because it makes you feel like the work you do matters. Um, so sing, sun, soar, then sweat and scare will be the last two, which is some kind of workout and then a cold shower because it scares me. This is so funny. Like, I don't know if I like stole this from you years ago, but that's literally pound for pound. Uh, pretty damn close to like, it takes me about 45 minutes in the morning and I'm in state, I'm ready. Uh, and even waking up on the wrong side of the bed, which happens to me probably more than maybe the average person because I, I come from a history of that and, and depression and it's something I've always battled. Uh, this, this literally in 45 minutes done and build that momentum. I love that. Um, what do we got here? I really want to ask you this question and this one's a, a loaded one, Okay, but great. I'm really curious for you is I like the idea of leverage and like a small thing making a big difference. Okay. And I'm always trying to figure out what is one thing from your experience that worked for you that really made a difference in your business? Was there like a point where you applied something, you tried something, you changed something, you learned a new skill? that was like, whoa, this was, this was 80% of it. This was something small that created a huge result for me. So I would say two things. One, the decision to go to YouTube. I think every coach, as long as your ambitions are to have a, a business that's still gonna be around in, in multiple years, if you're saying, I wanna build this thing up and then I wanna be out in six months, YouTube shouldn't be your place. But if you have ambitions to have this for the next two, five, 10 years, YouTube needs to be your primary home. It's the only content. It's the only platform where your content lives forever. I love that. Videos that I make five years ago are still getting me views. Ten years ago are still getting me views. Yeah. Where you post anywhere else, Instagram, even a podcast, nobody's going back yeah. through the through the archive. Yeah. So the content that you make today on YouTube will live forever. It's the only platform: Facebook, Snap, Instagram, LinkedIn, any of it. Nothing lasts as long as YouTube does. So. Again, if you have long-term ambitions with your, with your coaching, you need to be on YouTube, you need to be creating content. Um, the second thing I, I would say is, especially for coaches, is to show you coaching, which is why I suggested everybody should do an Instagram live show, where at the beginning, you book your own guest, you look at whoever's following you, maybe you have 40 followers, awesome. You make a video DM to everybody, that's going super tactical, but make a video DM to everybody, you say, hey, I'm starting a new show. Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 9 a.m., I'm going to coach you, bring whatever problems you have around ex whatever expertise people are following you for. And then I want to see them get a process. I want to see them get a result as they go through. I want to see their eyes light up, say, holy cow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's whatever, you want to, whatever you want to make money on, show me content of you doing the thing. Because you can talk a good game and make great videos and ask great questions on a podcast and all of this great stuff. But how do I know if you're a good coach? Show me you coaching. And then in your guests that are coming on, I want to see them get a result so that when I'm looking at it, I say, hmm, if you he could help her, maybe he can help me too because I see myself in that person. As you build momentum, when I go live now, we do it five times a week, uh, as long as I'm in Toronto, my home. Um, I go live, I always get people joining me, but at the beginning, I had to build the, the traction, I had to build the momentum. I booked the first, ex, uh, first week of guests myself as a daily show. But here's what's gonna happen. People will see you go live. Uh, people will see you get a result from people. Some people will say, hey, can you pick me next? Hey, can I go next time? Can I, can I jump on the show on Wednesday? And 
great. You start bringing in more guests and it's free. If it's free, then it has to be public. Right. Other people though will say, hey, I love what you did there, but I don't wanna be live on Instagram and bearing my soul for the world to see. Can I, can I hire you? What are your rates? How much do you charge? What's the process, right? And so the free leads you to the paid. If it's free, they can't afford you, awesome. I do this public show three days a week, five days a week. Come on my show and I'll help you for free. Um, if you want it private, then it costs whatever, 100 bucks an hour, 400 bucks an hour, whatever you charge for your coaching. But if coaches listening to this, yep. it's a huge hack. You need to be doing this. So it's a perfect example of a win-win. You're serving for free, you're getting something out of the free, and you're getting paid clients from it. I love that, I love that. That's amazing. Uh, you, you, uh, I have two quotes from you that really spoke to me. And we already talked about one of these. Start your day with the thing that makes you feel bold, powerful, confident. Most people start the mornings like an accident. Yeah. You wake up like an accident and start responding to other people's emergencies. Make your morning yeah. more powerful. I really love that. That actually touched me. I'll be recording that um, on the website because I thought that is, I mean, the first 30 minutes of your day is like sets you up for the rest. And then you've got one more thing, and I think a lot of people relate, and I want to get your thoughts on it. Until okay. you prove yourself... Like until you prove yourself, everyone's, everyone is going out and doing something and wondering why no one's helping them. Until you prove yourself, you're going to have a lot of people doubt your ability to succeed, ignore them, and believe in yourself. And there's the keyword believe. Um, for those who may be listening who are having a hard time convincing or enrolling their family, their friends, um, getting paid clients, but maybe you're in the first month or two or three months and you haven't done anything big enough for people to believe in you yet, what would you say to those people? As long as you are running your self-worth through the lens of other people's opinions of you, you lose. You know, you're, you're depending on age group, like one for, for the younger people who, who I see it with their parents, their parents don't necessarily believe in them. Um, one, your parents are pilgrims. Like the idea that your parents at your age, they don't understand the opportunities available to you, that you can make a business. Look, how are we even connecting here over the internet through cameras that you can make a business from your cell phone is ridiculous. Understand that chances are the people around you love you, right? Your mom probably loves you, probably. Uh, the, the advice though that she's gonna give you is based off of her definition of success, which is different than your own. And so as, as long as you're basing your self-worth off of what the people around you think, you're never gonna win. You're never gonna chase down your dreams because again, chances are the thing that you love doing that you wanna do is vastly different than what the people around you are currently doing. Yeah, I love that. It's amazing. The million dollar question. This is like the question of all questions that will propel this show into fame and fortune. The Doritos bag behind you. Yeah. I have a feeling my subconscious mind has been working for the last 20 minutes, and now I think I know why it's there, but okay. why is there a Doritos bag why, in this beautiful office of this? I think it's there to, I, I do this with one bad habit that I overcame, and I keep it in my house to make sure that I, I know I own it. It doesn't control me. Um, yeah. And I'm kind of thinking that that might be what's going on there. Yeah, so I have a strategy called Damn the Doritos. 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 Okay. Because when, when you're on a diet, the common advice is get the junk food out of your house, which I agree with as the first step. It's like when you break your leg, they give you a cast and they give you crutches to walk on. And I think that's good. But ultimately, I want to walk. I don't want to stay with a crutch for the rest of my life. So when people get rid of the junk food from their house, they're teaching themselves that they suck. 
you're basically teaching yourself every day that I can't handle this. And, and I hate that, at least for me. I hate teaching myself that I suck. Because then what happens when you go on vacation, when you go to a party, when you go to something, there's food around you. You're going to destroy the whole thing. Yeah. And so I like making decisions that make me proud of me. And so what I wanted to do was say, damn the Doritos. I want the Doritos. If I'm even thinking that the Doritos are going to own me, then, then I need to own it. Like then it's going to be in front of my face all the time. So I want to eat this bag all day long. And this is, it's hard to see, but this is like, this is a giant bag. This is like the Costco a big half human, half human size uh, that just stays there all day. Yeah. And people say like, doesn't that destroy your willpower? It's like, no, this builds my will, this builds my strength. This builds my self-confidence because it comes from doing difficult things. And so any of, any of the hacks that, that make things easier for you and then get a result, um, I love testing, but ultimately I want to be able to walk. The same thing with the cell phone. People say, like, put the cell phone in a different in a different room so that you wake up. The mm. alarm, you have to get out of bed. Mm. I think that I think you're teaching yourself that you suck. I like that. That you're not capable. Like, if I even thought that way, then it'd be I want my cell phone right next to me on my bed, on like right there, just because. And I'm gonna turn it off instead of hitting snooze and get out of bed. Own instead it. of telling myself the only way I'm gonna get up is to walk out of the walk out of the bed and turn it off in the other room. I think it's a crutch, which again is a great first step. But my goal is for, for myself and for everybody listening to be able to walk and run and show yourself how strong you are instead of remind yourself how weak you are. I don't know if like in my 20s you brainwashed me from all the content I used to consume, but I agree with absolutely everything you had to say and I share the same philosophy. So I, I love that. Uh, Evan, if people want to learn more about you, if they want to, and I hide, like actually anyone listening, I, I highly recommend it because there's no hype, at least from my experience of Evan's content, there's no hype. There's no, it's truth. It's real. And I think it's real entrepreneurship. If they want to learn more about you, where do they go? What do they do? And I'll have all the links below. Sure. Dan the Doritos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wherever, I mean, Evan Carmichael, YouTube is probably the easiest spot. If you're a fan of Luke as a show, go check out the Elliot Hulse top 10. That might be a good starting point. Nice. And then uh, the books are on Amazon. Easy to pick up. Get them, get them, get them, do it. Uh, don't just listen and say cool, get inspired, and then go back to your habits. Do something. And, and I highly, highly recommend Evan's stuff. Evan, thank you so much. Respect your time. Appreciate you. Keep crushing. Thank you for the love, Lucas. Thank you. All right. So as always, I just want to finish off the episode with saying thank you for listening. These episodes are 100% free and they're dedicated to helping you build your coaching business because there are clients out there just waiting for you to reach them. They're waiting for you to give them a result. So do not give up on your dream and never give up on your business. Again, these episodes are 100% free. All I ask in return is that you give it a thumbs up, you give it a like, you give it a little bit of love in the comments or the reviews, and you share it with one or two coaches who you know could use help building their coaching businesses. That's it. I'm done. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.